0: Hello, Housekeeping here. Before we begin the episode, I just have to tell you my exciting news. So finally, after months of talking about it and toying with the idea, I finally set a date for my first ever masterclass. Are you tired of spending hours preparing lessons? Would you like to cut down on your prep time and stress levels? Would you like to learn how to exploit just one piece of material in tons of different ways? Look no further. Introducing Less Prep less stress how to exploit your materials in multiple ways in this masterclass for english teachers i'm going to give you so much value in one hour you'll barely believe it you will learn how to use just one piece of material to draw students attention to and practice institutionalized grammar phrases get away from rules-based grammar recycle previously learned phrases use repetition to improve students confidence use chunking to improve vocabulary retention correct students emergent language and review and practice pronunciation and this in turn will reduce your prep time reduce your stress levels and make happier students what more could you want oh you want more you want more okay i'll give you more on top of all this value there'll be a bonus q a session at the end of the masterclass. all this for just 25 euro but wait there's more. What do you mean there's more? Of course there's more. If you book before the 31st of August, you will get a 20% discount. Just find the link in the show notes of this episode or in my bio on Instagram or any of my social media posts coming up in the next few weeks. You'll find the link there and just use promo code LESSPREP20. I really hope you sign up. I'd love to see you there. And in the meantime, let's crack on with the episode. (laughs) Welcome to Everything EFL podcast. My name's Erin O'Byrne, and I absolutely love sharing my knowledge with you, my darling teacher, and helping you build not only community, but your students' confidence. I truly believe that a positive frame of mind is essential for your students to learn. There's also a bunch of other teachy stuff thrown in for good measure too. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, you gorgeous teacher. Welcome to Everything EFL podcast. I'm Erin. If you are one of my lovely regular listeners, welcome back. If you're a new listener, you are most welcome. Well, before we start, I know you had a bit of blurb at the beginning, but I just have to tell you that last week I reached 10,000 listens. 10 actual thousand actual listens. 10,000... I'm sorry, I know I keep repeating it, but I literally cannot believe it. I am so excited. I mean, I'm. I'm just... I'm... I just want to th- say thank you to like everybody who has listened, who has shared, who's commented on any of my posts. I am in such a happy place at the moment and I hope to just continue moving forward and gaining even more momentum. And if you listen fairly regularly and feel like you would like to help me out here, you can do a few things, really simple, doesn't take any time. Just think of it as a little, you know, paying it forward for all of the the value and the content that you get every couple of weeks from me so you can share any of my posts on social media you can talk me up and recommend me to your colleagues or send me an email and I'll email you a poster that you can put up in your staff room to advertise for me thank you if you don't want to do any of those things that's fine just keep listening all right let's crack on shall we I just want to tell you a little story to begin so last episode, episode 85, just have a listen to it if you haven't already. But I finished by giving you a little dialogue building exercise. Just a brief recap for those of you who didn't listen. So it basically, um, this activity, you get like pieces of paper and you write one line of dialogue on each piece of paper, let's say five pieces of paper. And I usually base the sentences on some kind of grammar point. I was telling a friend about it today or uh, a Yesterday, actually, because she was asking me, like, what can I do for the lesson on Monday? I've got passive. So I told her about this activity. And then I asked her two questions. I said, what's going to be useful for students in conversation? Dialogues. And also, what common verb phrases can you use in these dialogues using the passive? So things like, my flight's been delayed. What's it called? Things like that. So you're looking at the grammar in context. You're seeing how the grammar point works with other grammar points and language. So that there is just one of the many, many reasons why dialogues can be so effective and useful in class. We can call that number one. I'm just going to count down a few more reasons why you shouldn't shy away from them. And then at the end, I'll give you a really easy, quick, simple bonus activity on how you can use dialogues. Okay, so let's go on to number two, shall we? Dialogues represent real life speech. How many times have you opened some kind of language textbook, you know, for low levels or beginners and seen sentences like I have a pen, you have a book, she has a backpack, etc, etc. And what the, the authors are intending here is to show students how to correctly use the verb to have with all the pronouns. But the problem is, do people talk like this? Do they talk to each other in this way? I'm really hoping you're saying no there. Please refer back to the passive turkey sentence in my previous episode. By using a dialogue, you can introduce the meaning and use of the verb to have through, you know, just real life phrases like Mary says, you've such a lovely house, you know. And then Tom says, yeah, I do. Oh, it has a big garden too. Wanna see it? So there's this definite exchange of meaningful information. I've used a filler like, oh, as well. And, you know, at the end of a sentence there. There's a contraction, you've, and wanna, that kind of slang word, wanna, and also yeah. So just in those two lines, you've got so much going on in terms of language, and it's so much better than just showing these isolated, I have a pen, you have a book kind of sentences. You're not helping your students when you do this. Stick it in a dialogue. Okay, number three, students love to role play. And if a dialogue reflects a social situation, you know, like visiting a friend, talking on the phone or shopping, of course, they're going to enjoy it. It, It's going to mean something to them and they can imagine themselves in this situation. And then you can always add some, you know, intonation, spice, add your own emotions, go down the drama road if your students are into that. Think of what you and your students could, could create together. And if you want any more ideas about drama in lessons, go way back to episode 43 and have a listen. Number four, dialogues provide models on which students can base their own conversations. So this repetition of this, this dialogue and this role play, you know, that it might result in a possible memorization of key phrases. Like, you know, think about my last example, yeah, I do, or wanna see it or something like that. Um, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you can include these really, really short phrases in your dialogues. And I often point out that if you look at a dialogue, if you have a question, it's often followed with a very short response and then a longer sentence. So what did I say before? Like, you have a lovely house. Yeah, I do. And then the longer sentence follows. I have a big garden too. Do you want to see it? Number five, dialogues force students to focus on language production in a way that helps them practice correct usage. So you've got that focus on accuracy. And it is quite hard to do accuracy because, you know, students, they make tons of mistakes all the time. And it can be quite exhausting for both of you. Like, How much do I correct? When is too much? When do I correct? Um, You know, students often have a fear of making mistakes, but dialogues can offer support and scaffolding and, you know, a chance, again, to learn loads of key phrases off by heart, hopefully to be repeated in later, natural, real-life conversations. Number six, student-created dialogues can be used to encourage creativity, which is why I always bang on about my dialogue idea. Again, see last episode. Dialogues don't always have to come from you or for the course book. You know, see what your students can actually create. And then you can have another step after that, the the making changes stage, you know, the correction stage. But we don't use the word corrections here. We say making changes. And then you've got like a bunch of dialogues that your students have created and produced. And then you can use them in later lessons. It's material for you for later lessons where you can focus on role play or, you know, pick out certain things that they wrote that you want to focus on. And, you know, when students are presented with their own material, how much more engaged and excited are they going to be? And I think also that familiarity as well, like it's not always about creating new things all the time. There's nothing wrong with using the same materials again or doing one activity once or twice or even more times, depending on how into it the students are. Number seven, dialects can be used as a basis for listening to comprehension. Okay, there's always a transcript session in my listening lessons. All right. It would just be such a shame not to use a transcript and exploit it somehow. Even if it's something small like give the students a choice, you can either listen to the whatever it is and answer the questions or you can read and listen at the same time. And they can use it if they're checking their answers in groups, which they should be doing because it encourages communication between your students. They can use the dialogue or the transcript to check their answers, especially if there is a bit of a conflict or a disagreement as to what the correct answer is. And again, it's no extra work for you. Number eight. So the beauty of dialogues is they can be as long or as short as you need them or want them to be. And you can find examples everywhere. You can create them. You can find them online. You can use the ones already in your course book. The question isn't where can I find them? It's what can I do with them? And this is something that I offer you in my upcoming masterclass. Details in the show notes. I'm not going to bang on about it anymore, okay? All I'm going to say is click on the link in the show notes. So I'm going to give you one little very, very simple bonus activity that you can use with dialogues. And I think this is especially effective with lower levels, right? So let's just say you've got like a standard dialogue. You know, hi, where are you from? I'm from blah, blah, blah. What about you? How old are you? I'm blah, blah, blah. What about you? What you can do is get students to replace those key phrases with their own information. So if the dialogue says, you know, where are you from? Oh, I'm from London. Um, You can blank out London or tell them, you know, use your own information as you're going through the dialogue. I mean, how simple is that? How simple is that? Okay, guys, thank you so much for sticking with me. Have a really safe, peaceful week. Look after yourselves. You deserve it. Put yourselves first, guys. And as always, share the love. Bye.